The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. Orders for China's domestically developed C919 large passenger aircraft have reached 1061 with two already delivered. That is according to He Dongfeng, chairman of Commercial Aircraft Corporation of China. He said the C919 has 156 to 192 seats with a flying distance of 5,550 kilometers, and the aircraft will be upgraded to offer 130 to 240 seats. Two C919 planes started serving China Eastern Airlines flights between Shanghai and Chengdu, in southwest China's Sichuan province in early August. Wang Yanan, an aviation expert at Beihang University and chief editor of Aerospace Knowledge, said that given the huge number of orders for the C919, it's expected that the plane will serve more high-frequency routes. To achieve that goal, the company should build a real-time and region-wide technical support system so as to ensure the smooth operation of the aircraft. Wang said the commercial operation of the C919 will drive the rapid development of related products and services, including aviation materials, design, marketing, and after-sales services. Wang added that the large aircraft project will contribute to the country's industry and technological upgrade boost the industrialization of the civil aviation sector, as well as compete in the global aviation manufacturing value chain. Established in 2008, the Commercial Aircraft Corporation of China has developed airliners, including the C919, C929, and regional airliner ARJ-21. He said that the C929, a wide-body passenger jet, is still in its initial design stage and will be fitted with 250 to 350 seats with a flying distance of 12,000 kilometers. As for the ARJ-21, the country's first commercial regional airliner, 112 of the planes are in service 
while the number of orders has reached 775. The plane flies in China and abroad and is used for delivering cargo, business flights and emergency rescue. This is Special English. Geologists with the University of Hong Kong have received a set of precious research samples, lunar soil brought back by China's Chang'er 5 mission. This marks the first time that a research team from the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region has secured lunar soil samples. Led by postdoctoral fellow Dr. Chen Yuqi from the Department of Earth Sciences, the team obtained approval from the Lunar Exploration and Space Engineering Center under China National Space Administration in August this year to study the lunar soil samples which were collected by China's Chang'er 5 lunar probe in 2020. Packed in transparent containers, the dark-colored soil samples, in the form of powder and particles, totaling 822.6 milligrams, will provide scientists with research data to unveil the mystery of the moon. Using state-of-the-art instruments, the geologists of the university will analyze the lunar samples, which will offer valuable insights into the moon's geological and thermal history, as well as its connection to the formation and evolution of planetary bodies in the solar system. In December 2020, China's Lunar Exploration Mission retrieved samples from the Moon weighing about 1,731 grams, the first lunar samples retrieved in over 40 years. The lunar soil had been to the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region in 2021. It was put on public display at the Hong Kong Convention and Exhibition Center and received a warm response. You're listening to Special English. The latest findings about a rarely seen white giant panda have been revealed, including its gender, habitat and activities. That is according to the Management Bureau of the Wulong National Nature Reserve in southwest China's Sichuan province. A DNA test confirmed that the white giant panda is male, and video clips from infrared cameras showed that it interacts well with other bears. A dedicated research team was formed in Wulong and has conducted tracking and monitoring for four years since the unique panda's sighting was released in May 2019. 
footage captured by infrared cameras has amazed experts and shed light on the behavior of giant pandas. Tan Yingchun, a senior engineer at the Reserves Management Bureau, said that upon discovery of the white giant panda by a real-time infrared camera, a team immediately headed to the mountains. They collected fresh droppings and sent them for analysis using genetic sequencing technology. In addition, analysis of the footage revealed that the interaction between the white panda and other pandas was marked by numerous visits to the same area. The research team collected nearly 1,000 monitoring data points over the four years, documenting the interactions between the white panda and various wild pandas, including behavior such as feeding, marking territory, and potential mating and fighting. Li Shang, a researcher at Peking University's School of Life Sciences, said that despite its distinctive appearance, the white giant panda's interactions and social behavior do not appear to be compromised. Li noted that the white panda has built positive relationships with other individuals in the area. This remarkable adaptation illustrates the high-quality habitat, adequate food resources, and effective conservation measures provided by the reserve. The team has gained a basic understanding of the white panda's behavioral patterns. Tan noted that the frequency of its appearance is highest during the spring, which coincides with the mating season for giant pandas. Researchers are collecting its droppings and hair samples for DNA analysis in the hope of gaining insight into its biology. This is Special English. With a history of 5,000 years, it's no surprise that China has created a fabulous treasury of folk tales. Once a year, on the seventh day of the seventh month, all the magpies fly up to heaven and form a bridge. So many amazing worlds to discover. I want a new palace, said King Mu of Zhou one day. Chinese folk tales retold for audiences today. Will, will you marry me? He asked. And with little hesitation, she said, <laughs> Yes! 5,000 years of amazing Chinese folk tales. My father must not go to war. Someone must take his place. You'll find Chinese Folk Tales Season 3, wherever you discover your favorite podcasts. Sideline Story brings you all things sports-related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. 
subscribe to Sideline Story Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. You're listening to Special English. China's proposal of establishing an international mangrove center has been approved by the Standing Committee of the Ramsar Convention. According to the National Forestry and Grassland Administration, the International Mangrove Center will be set up in Shenzhen in South China's Guangdong Province. China pledged to intensify international cooperation on wetland protection and establish the International Mangrove Center in November last year when attending the 14th meeting of the Conference of the Contracting Parties to the Ramsar Convention on Wetlands. For the next step, the center will put in place an international cooperation mechanism to intensify global efforts in mangrove conservation, restoration and utilization. China has stepped up mangrove conservation in recent years. It has included provisions related to mangroves in the law on wetland protection and implemented a five-year action plan to conserve and restore mangroves. Data shows that the area of mangroves in China increased by more than 7,200 hectares compared with the beginning of this century. Considered coast guards, mangroves can reduce erosion caused by storm surges have important ecological functions of carbon sequestration and storage, as well as offer shelter to a variety of species, including fish, reptiles and amphibians. The Ramsar Convention is an intergovernmental agreement dedicated to the conservation and rational use of wetland ecosystems. It is named after the city of Ramsar in Iran, where the convention was signed in 1971. This is Special English. The new hall of a bamboo slip museum in northwest China's Gansu province has opened with more than 1,000 ancient bamboo slips on display. Most of these slips are being showcased for the first time since they were discovered, including those dating back over 1,800 years to the Han dynasty. That is according to Yang Mei, deputy curator of the Gansu Bamboo Slip Museum in Lanzhou, the provincial capital. Bamboo slips, each containing a narrow vertical column of dozens of characters, can be classified as China's earliest form of books. They used to be the most important objects to write on, 
before paper was invented. One bamboo slip, or even a character on it, might offer vital clues to help solve an archaeological puzzle, thus revealing an unknown episode of history. Zhu Jianjun, curator of the museum, said that the new hall will display bamboo slips to the outside world and become another platform and window for the public to understand traditional Chinese culture. Located along the Hershey Corridor, part of the ancient Silk Road in northwest China, Gansu has a dry climate, and therefore the ancient bamboo slips can be better preserved there. Latest figures show that more than 60,000 bamboo slips have been unearthed in the province, most of which are from the Han Dynasty. You're listening to Special English. Chinese scientists have discovered the world's first known mountaintop impact crater in the country's northeastern region. That is according to the Center for High Pressure Science and Technology Advanced Research. With a diameter of 1,400 meters, the impact crater is located on the top of Baijifeng Mountain in Tonghua, northeast China's Jilin province. Chen Ming, a researcher with the center, said that the crater is a cirque-shaped depression with a height difference of about 400 meters from the highest rim to the lowest. Scientists believe it was formed by a bolide impact, which took place after the Jurassic period. It explains the distribution of a large number of rock fragments on the top of Baijifeng Mountain as they were ejected from the crater during the impact event. Those rock fragments are composed mainly of sandstone, with a small amount of granite. The formation of the impact crater also changed the original topography of Baijifeng Mountain, reforming its top into a double peak with elevations of 1,318 meters and 1,300 meters, respectively. Chen noted that most asteroids impact Earth's surface, creating bowl-shaped craters or complex craters with center peaks, adding that the discovery provides a new perspective for exploring the mechanisms of impact crater formation and the shock metamorphic effects in unique terrains and landscapes. This is Special English. The Bao Tu Spring, a famous tourist attraction in Jinan, the capital of East China's Shandong province, has been gushing ceaselessly for 20 years, the longest duration since the 1970s.
Dubbed the City of a Thousand Springs, Jinan boasts more than one thousand two hundred natural springs, among which the Bao Tu Spring is considered the most famous. Since the nineteen seventies, the Bao Tu Spring has seen seasonal hiatus many times. With one of the longest lasting for over nine hundred days, the spring has been gushing for twenty years since September the sixth, two thousand and three, when it started spewing again after a hiatus of over five hundred days, according to Ding Dayao, a researcher with the Urban and Rural Water Affairs Bureau of Jinan. Abundant rainfall since the beginning of this August has raised the water level of the Baotu Spring to more than 29 meters. Ding added that in recent years, local government has strived to protect the spring with water replenishment and improve the ecological environment in the spring's supply area. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Orders for China's domestically developed C919 large passenger aircraft have reached 1,061, with two already delivered. That is according to He Dongfeng. Chairman of Commercial Aircraft Corporation of China, he said the C919 has 156 to 192 seats, with a flying distance of 5,550 kilometers, and the aircraft will be upgraded to offer 130 to 240 seats. Two C919 planes started serving China Eastern Airlines flights between Shanghai and Chengdu in southwest China's Sichuan province in early August. Wang Yanan, an aviation expert at Beihang University and chief editor of Aerospace Knowledge, said that given the huge number of orders for the C919, it's expected that the plane will serve more high-frequency routes. To achieve that goal, the company should build a real-time and region-wide technical support system, so as to ensure the smooth operation of the aircraft. Wang said the commercial operation of the C919. Will drive the rapid development of related products and services, including aviation materials, design, marketing, and after-sales services. Wang added that the large aircraft project will contribute to the country's industry and technological upgrade, boost the industrialization of the civil aviation sector, as well as compete in the global aviation manufacturing value chain. Established in 2008. The Commercial Aircraft Corporation of China has developed airliners including the C919, C929, and regional airliner ARJ21. He said that the C929, a wide-body passenger jet, is still in its initial design stage and will be fitted with 250 to 350 seats, with a flying distance of 12,000 kilometers. As for the ARJ21, the country's first commercial regional airliner. 112 of the planes are in service, while the number of orders has reached 775. The plane flies in China and abroad, being used for delivering cargo, business flights, and emergency rescue. That is the end of today's program. 
hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures, and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, you can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows, and podcasts. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio.